the college football experience database top 25 episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/wynnbet to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll Contest. Yes, $250 cash and a $250 gift card will be going out to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So grab that thing today and remember, folks, to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Database Top 25 Ranking Show. My name is Colby Swiggin Database Dan aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we're watching an unbelievable Maxion game at this very minute. Uh, this very second, I mean, in the snow, Battle of I 75, Toledo Bowling Green. What's not to like about this game? I took to, uh, Bowling Green as uh, on the money line as a 16 and a half point dog. So I'm very excited to see the final five seconds in this game as we are rolling along, folks. And wouldn't it be fantastic, you know? If you know, if we had some automatic qualifiers, right in the land of CFP, where you have all this bullshit being pumped into into your face every day, all these tweets, all these shows, all the CFP rankings that that, that, that where the goalposts change every fucking year, let alone every week, a large playoff with automatic qualifiers. You want to talk about making the regular season much, much, much more important. I mean, this Bowling Green Toledo game, absolutely important. There's five seconds left right now. Toledo's got to go 99 yards, but this game's been wild. It's I would put this game. This game has been wild all night. Uh, I would put this up there with some of the better college football games all season. So um, yeah. And Bowling Green gets that dub shout out to, to me. Hope you tailed me on this one as the Falcons get the outright dub as 16 and a half or 17 point dogs. There was no uh, Daquan Finn for Toledo. What up to the chat? Dryden's already in there talking. Go Beavers. Lane Elliott say, what's up, Kobe? What's up lane? 
How you doing, brother? And uh, yeah, uh, look, wouldn't that be fantastic though? I, I look, I know I got to get into my top twenty-five rankings, but can you imagine? Look, let's just rattle off what this would be like, you know, because it really should. It should be a large playoff with ten automatic qualifying bids. Ten automatic qualifying bids because there's ten conferences, and if they will never, they never want to give the power up and have a uh, a uh, a smaller school essentially get to get get some of that money, which is just a fucking joke. Um, I mean, take a look at this weekend. If you were to do this, if you were to first off, these matching games would all be critical. All right, Ohio wins tonight against Ball State. They clinch the MAC championship. Uh, and Toledo loses tonight, but I think Toledo's already clinched that. So uh, maybe there's a chance there could be another tie, but I believe that would do it. So you would have Ohio Toledo playing. Uh, obviously, this Tuesday night Mac game would have been way more important than it normally is. Then you go down the ranks. Oh, Thursday night SMU Tulane. Hmm. Can you imagine? Wait, Tulane lost to UCF last week. Uh. They only have one loss in conference, but SMU still alive to win the conference too. So that means we would be watching a Thursday night game with huge importance on who can get to the AAC championship. No, we don't. Oh, Friday night. If we had an automatic qualifier for the mountain West, let me get this straight. San Diego state's a game and a half out of, uh, out of uh, playing in the, in the mountain West championship. You know, it's a game at New Mexico. They should win that, but Hey, all of a sudden that game becomes more important. Oh, then you get to Saturday morning, Navy at UCF. Well, if Navy was to knock off UCF, that would be critical. Oh man, that'd be an important game to watch. Huh? On the morning slate. Yeah. Then you, then you bounce down and say, okay, what else do we have here? Um, well, you kind of have this year TCU at Baylor. Yes. Baylor is still alive to make the big 12 championship. That game would be critical. Illinois at Michigan, Illinois still alive to make the big 10 West championship. Michigan still alive to make the big 10 East championship or, you know, to win the big 10 East. Absolutely critical game. That one kind of still is a critical game, even without my my automatic bids. But still, Houston, East Carolina, there's still stakes there. Houston and East Carolina can still make it. They need some help, but that they can still make it. That would be a huge game. Kansas State, West Virginia, that still is a huge game currently. But obviously, if they if you knew there was an automatic bid on the line, that would be a lot different. And then you could go down the ranks for all of these. All right. And even if you took the highest ranked independent, I think you could make a case where, you know, Liberty or BYU would still have a shot if B if BC upset Notre Dame. So there, there, there'd be that angle. Um, I mean, you could go one by one. I could go through the Boise state Wyoming game, which is critical enough in its own right, but for nothing, really, they don't have a shot at the playoff. If you had the mountain West champion, as a bid, it would just be so much fucking better. All right. How many times do I got to say it? this is a database top 25 edition though. So I'm not going to spit all this gibberish at you all day. Got the Duke Kansas college basketball game on now, but submit, remember so to subscribe to the college basketball experience as we, uh, as we talk college hoops nightly over there. Um, all right, well, let's, let's hop into it. Yeah, Dryden says, "Why even allow teams in your league who who legitimately aren't allowed to compete for your championship?" That that's exactly the point. It's like they'll load the deck against you from a scheduling standpoint, which I've proven. I have data to prove that. Uh and then they they'll do everything because you're not a name brand to make sure you're not in there. That's why you need 12 is is nonsense. 
Yeah. 12 is better than four. Sure. Hey, we get more football, but I do not looking at the top 12 that I saw tonight. I don't trust these people to make the right, the, the, the right decisions for the 12 best football teams. And I think it's very hard to do that, but he, he but you know what? He, this is why college basketball's model works. You cast a large enough net that you can barely be wrong. And if you're wrong, like say Xavier last year where they won the NIT and they were on the bubble. So you could say, okay, we got that one wrong, but you know what? They could have controlled their own fate. So you're pretty much still getting it right. Um, that's what they should do is cast a big enough net. And I mean, to me, I know people will laugh at me. I don't understand it, but I, I would say uh, minimum. I've said this before minimum 32 teams for me. Maybe you could talk me into 24 and we'll see how that goes. But I think 32 is the perfect number to start with. To start with, I know people would just say you're a fucking idiot, right? No, I don't believe that. I believe if you do 10 qualifiers, then you then you rank the 22 best teams after that. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just start. Let's get in this. You get me on a tangent. I'm drinking Basil Hayden over here. Uh, at number 25 in the land, I got the South Alabama Jaguars. Yes, I mean shout out to them. Shout out to them. You know, they should have beat UCLA early in the season. They really should have. They dominated that game in my opinion, and if you go back and watch it, you would see that. Yes, they were stupid to try a fake field goal up points to give UCLA the ball back. If you just kick the field goal, you make it, you make UCLA have to score a touchdown on you. I don't get it, but hey, that's that's a decision the coach made. But they're good. Their only losses are are uh, look at these losses. One point loss at UCLA all the way across the country, and a four point loss against Troy, who has been on a long winning streak. South Alabama deserves some respect. At number twenty five, I have the Jaguars of South Alabama. At twenty four, I got the Duke Blue Devils. Mike Elko, Mike Elko, Mike Elko. Um, they're, they're super impressive. They're playing Pitt this week. I mean, there's a chance Pitt and wake left. Imagine if they win both those and go nine and three in his first year, he didn't even bring anybody in, in the portal. I mean, maybe a couple players, but it was not, I mean, he took a terrible team a year ago and made them good. Unbelievable coaching job. If you're not mentioning him as coach of the year, I know everyone's talking, uh, you know, I, this is the problem with the, this. I love college football. I think more than most, if not everybody. And you talk about the, 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 the sexy hires, essentially the sexy, sexy names like, Oh, Josh Heupel's got Tennessee rolling. Yes, he does. And credit to him, credit to him. Um, but if you're not mentioning Jim Moore jr. At UConn, if you're not mentioning Mike Alco at Duke, if you're not mentioning uh, a slew of other coaches all around the country that deserve that recognition, Lance Leipold at Kansas, I'd say Chris Kleiman at Kansas State, because you, you you know they release these these preseason polls and these recruiting rankings that that basically say they basically prove that those coaches then deserve that. If those recruiting rankings really hold merit. One or the other. All right. What's it going to be? Duke at number 24. They're rolling. Look at Duke's only losses this year. A eight point loss at Kansas. Now, Kansas, I felt like was the better team that whole game, right? Uh, a three point overtime loss to Georgia Tech. 
and a three point loss to North Carolina. They should have beat North Carolina. The Georgia Tech game, you can make your points. They kind of didn't show up for that one as a look ahead spot, but they should have beat North Carolina. They were in control of that game until the final like 30 seconds of the game. Um, and even with that, all, so all three score, all three losses by a score or less. That's fantastic. Mike Elko, I mean, shit, he's what? He's like 13 points away from being undefeated or 14 points away from being undefeated. Unbelievable coaching job. The fact that they're not ranked is, is ridiculous. The fact you'll put Notre Dame over there, Notre Dame's losses are to Stanford Marshall and, uh, and Ohio state. Okay. The Ohio state one, you get a pass Marshall's looking better. They have a winning record, but still Marshall isn't even close to the top of their, their division. I get it. The Georgia tech loss is bad, but Georgia tech still, still has like four wins. It's not that it's not as bad as Stanford. And then you got a loss to what? Eight and one North Carolina and a bowl, a bowl team in Kansas all on the road at Kansas. Give me a break. Give me the, give me the Duke blue devils at number 24 at number 23. I got the Florida state Seminoles. I wonder, and I wish there was a ninth ACC conference game because we might've seen Duke and Florida state. Cause it's hard to tell. I, I I've said this for the past couple of weeks. I don't ever recall the ACC or a power five conference being this bad. I don't think there's a lot of good teams in this conference. I don't even know about Syracuse. Now Florida state dominated Syracuse. They dominated Miami. They dominated Boston college. Um, and they should be rewarded for that. They beat LSU and that wins looking better and better. I just don't know how good they are, but seven and three, you gotta just respect the resume at this point, dude, they're, they're going to go nine and three. Probably Louisiana and Florida left. I mean, maybe Florida gets them. Louisiana's not, not setting the world on fire there. Um, but you got to rank them there. If we're given power five teams merit, you got to rank them there. If you told me right now, Florida state played Baylor. I would lay 10 points in Baylor, but it is what it is. We're looking at the resume. We're trying to grade the power fives as the power fives. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Number 22. I got the Oklahoma state Cowboys, Oklahoma state finding a way to Spencer Sanders coming out of the, the woodworks to get that dub against Iowa state. Um, And they got bedlam on deck here, but Oklahoma state really, when you think about it, um, who was their flat? They got their ass whooped by Kansas state. They also lost to Kansas and they lost an overtime to TCU. But some of that was with backup quarterback play, you know? And if you're going to use that, if you're going to use that excuse for ranking Alabama so high, when Quinn Ewers got knocked out of the Texas game, then you got to use it everywhere, which is, which is my problem with their, their whole system. They only use it circumstantially. So it's just a crock of shit. It's so obvious to, I mean, what the guy say last week, the guy said they're evaluating USC of why they're ahead of UCLA. Well, I, I mean, I have UC USC ranked over UCLA, but I would never be this dumb to say this. Well, Caleb Williams has 28 touchdowns. What? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? How many touchdowns their quarterback has? Absolutely absurd. Uh, <laughs> absolutely absurd. Shout out to, we got Tom Hanks in the chat. 
Loved you in the burbs, man. What a classic. Um, Oklahoma state deserves to be ranked and they deserve to be ranked. I mean, you can make a case. They deserve to be higher than they are. At number 21, I got the Ole Miss rebels. Wait, they almost knocked off Alabama. They did, but I don't think Alabama is nearly as good as what, you know, I think we have uh history putting Alabama in that spot. Alabama didn't look great. They got the win. I thought they made great halftime adjustments to slow down that Ole Miss offense. But the reality is, is Ole Miss doesn't really have a lot of meat on their bone. The SEC's down. It's still a good conference, although it's down. I would probably rank it as the second best conference. But what is their best win? It's Troy, week one, which was breaking in a brand new coach. So that's their best win. The Kentucky win, well, Vanderbilt just beat Kentucky. Turns out Kentucky sucks. Auburn win? No, not very good. AM? They're terrible. That they have one of the worst resumes for an eight and two team. It's almost unbelievable that they're eight and two. <laughs> it's I mean, it's almost unbelievable you could put ten games on that schedule and go, I mean, I don't know. It's just a bad it's a really bad resume. Um but they are solid. I mean, that's the question. It's a really hard to gauge. This is my point on gauging 12 teams. It's hard to gauge how good Ole Miss is because they might be, they're probably somewhere worthy of being in the top 25 based off of like their talent. It's just every good team they've played. They've lost to really except Troy. I guess Troy is the one win that you would say, okay, but still that was a brand new coach. Troy was having a new quarterback. It was just, everything was brand new there. So you almost give them, it's like Florida state beating LSU. Would you take LSU to beat Florida state right now? I would, I would, but at the same time, uh, Florida state was lucky enough to catch them in the first game of the season with a brand new quarterback and a brand new coach. We need a large playoff. Um, yeah. If Ole Miss was to play Florida state tomorrow. I have no idea. I could see Florida state winning that game. Full miss plays Baylor tomorrow. I think I'm taking Baylor, but I don't know. I think all that's why uh, uh, just a big playoff would be good because you could figure out some of this shit at number 20. I got the Oregon state beavers. Shout out to the beavers. I know Dryden in the chat, big beaver fan, man. They were so close. They're still, yeah. And I, and I have a broken record on this show. Talking about their, 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 uh, they're a quarterback away from being a na- uh, top ten team, not a national contender because they wouldn't put you there, but top ten team. All right, in my in my eyes, you look at their losses. Um, the loss at USC in a game that I thought they should have won. Then they get smoked at Utah, but they actually outgained Utah. That was deceiving. Their quarterback threw two interceptions on like the first two drives. Um. And then a three point loss to Washington in a game where they were up like 90% of that 99% of that game, like 99.9% of that game. Uh, they're a good team and they're going to win this next game, I believe against Arizona state. And then they get Oregon, which I think they're going to beat Oregon in the civil war. Um, and I think they're going to end up nine and three, but they probably should be 10 and two. And you could even make a case 11 and one if they beat Oregon and, and Arizona state, obviously Going to the desert's always tricky. Um, they're a good football team, and I actually think if you had a large playoff, they would probably they would be a threat 
if they're just need, they need to get a quarterback. They need to get a quarterback. They got to be talking in the portal to some of these guys, Hank Bachmeyer, Jeff Sims. I'm sure he's going to probably end up in the portal. I mean, Brandon Armstrong, I would imagine would be in the portal. I don't know now with the situation there at UVA, um, there's just gotta be a slew of quarterbacks that are trying to hit the portal. Uh, like they do every year. How about how, I mean, what I feel like Liberty's got like five decent quarterbacks on their roster. Some of those guys got to be hitting the portal. Shit. You can make a case Hudson card from Texas. You put Hudson card at Oregon state. They probably win some of those games because he's not great, but he's better than what they have. Quinn Ewers might end up in the portal. if They start arch Manning next year. I'm telling you it's good. The portal is going to be fucking crazy in a month. Um, They deserve the number twenty spot. Number nineteen, I do have the Troy Trojans. Whoa, 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 whoa! How could you put Troy over Ole Miss? Well, I I made that point. I made that point right there. That was the first game of the season. Troy has stayed red hot. How many wins does Troy have in a row? And once again, this would all be settled in the playoff. This would all be settled in the playoff. Troy hasn't lost since fucking that hail mary. They should be they should be nine and one. Oh man, they get it done against Army. Get the dub. Uh, shout out to the Troy Trojans. The Sun Belt is going to be fun. I mean, it is it, it it really already is a bundle of fun. I would love to see a Sun Belt ACC challenge. I would love to see that. Could you imagine that? I think they would really be able to hold their ground. I think they might even be able to get the best of them. I mean, we saw North Carolina. Barely, barely by the, I mean, and not by anything they did by chase Bryce missing a wide open target in the, in, in the end zone on a two point conversion. They survived app state app state's like fourth or fifth in the, in the, or sixth in the, in the, in the sunbelt right now telling you, they just don't have the money. They don't have the, 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 the tie into ESPN essentially. Um. Anyway. Let's let's continue on this on this ranking journey. At number eighteen, I got the Kansas State Wildcats, and I am holding a ticket for Kansas State to win the Mountain uh, the Mountain West, the uh, the Big Twelve. Um, you know, I think they would have beat TCU had Adrian Martinez and uh, Will Howard not gotten knocked out. I actually think they probably would have beat Texas had because uh, Martinez came back, kind of ruined a little bit of the chemistry. Uh, they had, but either way, I think they're a damn good football team. And I think in a large playoff, they could really give some problems to some teams like Clemson in my mind, who, and, and I, I have Clemson ranked higher than Kansas state. I think Kansas state's a better football team than Clemson. Um, I have, I'm bit, cause this is resume based. This is not my opinion. This is re- resume based on what I gather from the resume. But I think Kansas State's a really good football team. I think their defense is really good too. Um, I got them at number eighteen. Hopefully, they can. Uh, they have a sneaky, sneaky trip to Morgantown this weekend. At number seventeen, I got the UCF. Very Golden Knights. Great win at Tulane. Gus Malzahn. I can. I, you know, it's weird. Uh, East Carolina beat the shit out of UCF a couple weeks ago in Greenville, and I thought, man, Malzahn just doesn't have it all the way. And they, they beat Cincy the next week, actually in a game that I, I was on UCF. So that I thought it was a good spot uh, to get Cincy, but I didn't think they would beat Tulane, And that was an impressive win as they kind of dominated the whole game. 
Now can they avoid the letdown spot against Navy and then South Florida with an interim head coach? We shall see, but they definitely deserve to be number 17 in my eyes. At number 16, I got the UCLA Bruins. You know, they're out of conference schedule is dog shit. Not their fault that Michigan Michigan uh didn't cancel their home and home. But uh I I did wonder coming into it. And this <laughs> I wondered last week. I took Arizona plus the points. I didn't take Arizona the money line, but I thought it was possible because I know UCLA, I just need to see more tests. And I know that's not a great home court environment. So, um, or home field environment. I'm talking college basketball already. Uh, but either way, they deserve it. They, they do have a win against Utah. They do have a win against Washington. Those are really good wins. Even the South Alabama win that they got done looks good. The Bowling Green win, they're 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 a bowl team uh, with that win tonight. So shout out to uh, the UCLA Bruins. They're number sixteen. At number fifteen, I got the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, and they open the season at UCLA next year. So we'll get to see this matchup. I'm probably gonna go to that game. Um, Coastal uh, has Virginia on deck. Who knows if they're gonna play that game with the with the unfortunate incidents that occurred in Charlottesville. But Coastal only has one loss, and it was a weird loss to old ODU, Old Dominion. They didn't show up for. Coastal doesn't have a lot of meat on their bone with their schedule, um, but I mean, I'm talking out of conference schedule. In conference, Sun Belt's good, but I do think uh, they've proven themselves to be the number 15 team in the nation. So give me the shot to clears at number 15. At number 14, I got the Alabama Crimson Tide. Saban did a great. I thought he did a really good coaching job. Probably the best coaching job of the season, uh, in my eyes, uh, this this past week, making some some big adjustments. Um, and they're still good. I mean, it, they're a, they're hilarious this year because anyone can make an, an argument against them. I mean, they're honestly a couple points away. They're uh, not even points. They are like three plays away from having what? There are three plays away from having a loss to Texas, A and M, and Ole Miss. Three plays. The final three plays of the game in those situations. I mean, but at the same time, you could say also they lost to Tennessee on the final play of the game. They lost to LSU on the final play of the game. You could really make a case. I mean, they shit. They could have five losses right now, or they could uh, easily have easily be undefeated. Um, they're a good team, though. They're still a good team, and they still have guys. Uh, they're not as good as normal, and I, and that's a question I posed. Uh, I want to say last week. But I th- I do believe the portal's having an impact on on the change in in college football and college basketball. You look at their losses, and if you took you took their the teams that they lost to or almost lost to, one by one, you say okay the Texas game. Well, Quinn Ewers had he played, you know they probably would have lost. They should have lost that game without him because the refs were fucking terrible in that game. There's a safety in the end zone. There was a face mask on uh, on Bijan Robinson at like the five yard line. But even if they have Quinn Ewers, he was tearing them up. Quinn Ewers is an Ohio State transfer. You jump to the other game. Uh, who they lose to? Hendon Hooker, Virginia Tech transfer. You jump to the other game. Who they lose to? LSU. Jaden Daniels, Arizona State transfer. Uh, you jump to the, the Ole Miss game. Jackson Darts, their their quarterback. USC transfer. All those guys, you know, uh, and that's just a small sample. Imagine the whole team when you look at them. Those teams were to were able to address a need. That previously they would they'd be starting Miles Brennan at LSU if it wasn't for the transfer portal. 
I don't think LSU comes close to beating Alabama with Miles Brennan. Uh, they'd be starting who knows at Tennessee, probably uh, JT Shrout, the Colorado quarterback, or Harrison Bailey, the UNLV backup. Uh, they're not beating Alabama with 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 those guys, right? Yeah, you hop down. You say, okay, well, maybe Dart. Dart was better than what Ole Miss had as the backup, and I'm drawing a blank on the kid's name right now. But um, then you go to to Hudson Card. Well, Quinn Ewers is obviously better than Hudson Card. They went out and got him. <laughs> so the portal, I think, making a big difference in the parity in college athletics, especially college football, college basketball. So. Uh, number fourteen, I got Alabama. Number thirteen, I got the Oregon Ducks. What did I know? How can I put Alabama ahead of Oregon? Alabama wouldn't lose by forty-six to uh, Georgia. True, true, they wouldn't. But I think Oregon's uh, Oregon hasn't lived on the edge as much as Bama has, and I think you should credit Oregon for playing that out of conference game all the way across country. Yes, Bama went to Austin. But Oregon also played BYU, and uh, you know you could say, "Whoa!" I mean, I know BYU is not great. We thought they were going to be great, though. Uh, and BYU is still better than either Utah State or uh, BYU beat Utah State or whoever the fuck Alabama Austin P, ULM. Come on, I think you got to reward that. Put Oregon at thirteen. Oregon also lost a close one. Uh, I mean, uh, to to Washington there. Uh, number twelve, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions. Penn State's resume, Ohio. How about the action? Ohio's looking a lot better. I get it. The Auburn win doesn't look the the Auburn win doesn't look great, right? But I don't care. It was tough. It was a away game. They hadn't fired everybody yet. It's still got to hold some merit. It's still got to hold some merit. You look at their other wins. So the Ohio win looks better and better. The Purdue win looks better and better. Um, and, uh, shit. I mean, they, the Minnesota win, even though I know they didn't have Tanner Morgan, what are you supposed to do? That, that win looks better and better. I mean, Maryland's win, Maryland's going to be in a bowl and that's your resume. It's a pretty good resume though. They had Ohio state on the ropes for a lot of that second half. And then Ohio state blew it open. Um, they did get dominated at Michigan, but okay. That's one game. That's one game. I think uh, Penn State is the to me they deserve to be the number twelve team in the country. At number eleven, I got the Washington Huskies. Uh, this is a situation where you say, okay, their two two losses are on the road, but they were both back to back. One of them is to an awful team. Well, probably an awful team in Arizona State. True. There's no hiding that. Um, but. The that Michigan State wins looking a lot better. I mean, this is tough. This is I'll I'll, I'll be fair here. It, it's hard. Okay, who's better, Oregon or Purdue? Penn State's best wins Purdue. Washington's best wins at Oregon. I think Oregon's better than Purdue. It's close though. Alabama's best win. What is Alabama's best win? Ole Miss. I got no idea. I got no idea. You could argue all three of them in different spots. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, but I do think you got to put Washington ahead of UCLA, despite UCLA beating them head to head because Washington played a much tougher at a conference schedule than UCLA. 
So there's that. They have more wins against Power Five opponents than UCLA. Uh, and with that, at number ten, I got the LSU Tigers. We Tigers here on this podcast. Uh, look, uh, Brian Kelly and his family are having a great run. They look like shit in my opinion on Saturday, and they got very lucky. KJ Jefferson was was out because I think they 100% lose that game if KJ Jefferson's there. I mean, what J- Jaden Daniels threw for like 86 yards. They look like shit. I mean, defensively, I know that one guy had a beast. The freshman looked like fucking Derek Thomas 2.0, but they got the dub. Brian Kelly found a way to do it. Got the dub. Got to reward them. Got to reward them. All right, folks. I want to tell you before we get to number nine, I want to tell you that the college football experience database top 25 episode brought to you by win bet. Yes. Win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN world cup free roll. Yeah. It starts later this week, $250 uh, cash and a $250 gift card is, is going to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Uh, All right. We're back. We are back talking database top 25 at number nine. Let me go ahead and say at number nine deserves to be the Utah Utes. Why would I put Utah ahead of LSU? LSU beat Florida. They have a common opponent. Well, that was the first game of the season. It's cross country. And I think Utah's schedule at a conference much better than LSU's when you consider San Diego State and Florida. LSU's is what? Florida State. Okay. That holds some merit. ULM? No. Southern? No. New Mexico? No. Fuck you. You should be penalized for that. And let's put Utah at number nine. At number eight, Clemson Tigers. Look, I, I, they're a team that drives me crazy because I don't think the ACC is good. I would probably take every team short of. I'd probably take the next ten teams behind them to beat Clemson head to head this year. Maybe even more. But the resume speaks speaks to itself, and if we're going to honor a group of or a Power Five win, we got to honor them. They only have one loss, even though they got their ass whooped by a team that has been questionable throughout this season. Got to reward them. Clemson at number eight and number seven, I got the North Carolina Tar Heels and I, I firmly believe North Carolina should be ranked higher than Clemson. They're six and zero on the road. Let me repeat that. They are six and zero on the road. They've had three sets of back-to-back away games. Uh, they have one loss to Notre Dame, a common opponent, North Carolina, their schedule is a lot better than Clemson's. They should be ranked ahead of Clemson. No ifs, ands or buts about it. Absolutely fucking ridiculous that, that, that they have Clemson ahead of North Carolina at number six, we got the Tennessee volunteers. And this is the, the, the shitty part is that my, my top six really hasn't changed. 
They're number six. They look fantastic. And they, man, they just put it on Missouri late. I even stopped watching and I, I didn't know the score would get up to, to whatever that score got to what a 58 or 60 or something. I don't know, but uh, shout out to them. They continue to win the sec East questionable besides Georgia and, t- and Tennessee. Who's the third best team It's probably Florida, probably the Florida Gators. Cause I can tell you, Kentucky doesn't look very good. South Carolina doesn't look very good. Missouri doesn't look very good. And Vanderbilt's actually showing vast improvement, but they're still not very good. But Tennessee continues to win and they should be and that win at LSU looks better and better and better. Even the Alabama win looks better uh, because Alabama beats Ole Miss at number five. I got the USC Trojans. I heard Reese Davis talk about this tonight saying USC has no wins over quality opponents. Fuck you. All right. Because look, and I like Reese Davis. I do, but Oregon state's not a quality win. Oregon state's not a quality win in Corvallis. What am I missing? You you're completely biased. It's ridiculous. Uh, I get it. Okay. Tennessee's beaten. He was comparing them to Tennessee. I get it. Tennessee's beat Alabama. That is a, that is certainly a quality win and it is a better quality win than USC, but USC also lost by one point in a game. They were up a lot in salt Lake city on the road on a two point conversion, Tennessee lost in a game. They got their ass kicked the entire fucking game. That's gotta mean a little bit. I know Georgia's the number one ranked team, but shit, Utah's in the top 20 in their top 20. I don't know. Just drove me crazy. Oh, that Oregon state wins. None. That's not a, that's not a good win. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. They'll say Kentucky's wins great, but Oregon state's is not Uh number four. Michigan Wolverines. They're at a conference schedule. And look, I want to penalize them as much as I can. Cause they were bitches to cancel the UCLA game. They were complete bitches to do that. There's no hiding that, but they look good. They're, they're, they're running shop against everyone in the big 10. They're a power five school. It's like Clemson, not a lot of meat on that bone, but yeah, I tell you one thing, the Yukon wins looking better. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Moore jr. He's doing a great job there in stores. Uh, at number three, I got Ohio state. Haven't changed it. They're out of conference schedules better than uh, Michigan's. They should be ahead of Michigan. They should certainly be ahead of Michigan. I think anyone that argues that Michigan should be ahead of Ohio state's absolutely fucking crazy because Notre Dame and Toledo are better than every single team out of conference that Michigan played at number two. I got the Georgia bulldogs as they continue to look great. Great win at Mississippi state dominant win. And then at number one, TCU as they win at Texas. And I think TCU has played more away games than Georgia. I think the big 12 is the best conference in college football this year, which is why I think TCU should be ranked number one, even though if they were to play Georgia, I would probably take Georgia, but it's, it's, it shouldn't be about what I, what I think will happen in a game it should be the best team from the best conference with the most away games one and staying undefeated should be ranked higher than the other one. That simple. This is the database top 25 folks subscribe to the college football experience. We do this every single week. We talk college football year round here. We talk college basketball year round on the other feed. Check out the college basketball experience. Subscribe to both. Check out the college baseball experience as well. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also check out the sports gambling podcast. Also check out the NFL gambling podcast. Also check out the 
uh, soccer gambling podcast. World Cups right around the corner, folks. Check it out. We got a lot of great stuff coming. Should get the SGPN app, and uh, it's free. What do you got? Enter that contest. Win some money. Uh, and uh, what else? Come talk. Come talk college football with us. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Cannot wait uh, for this this weekend and more action tomorrow night. And until then, well, first off, if you can go over to iTunes, give us a five star review. We'd certainly appreciate that. And if you can, give us a follow on Twitter. We're at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow, folks. All right, this is the college football experience database, top twenty five style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. People that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. Yeah. We didn't. This car going all the way to your house. All you got to do is light here. It's Division One football. It's the Big Twelve. It ain't your murals. What? Well, I don't get. Got the day, the end cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five.